It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I love that Buck Swope. Buck Swope's an interesting cat. This is as creepy a guy as you'll ever encounter. That's right, Buck Swope. Buck Swope, who Doug really is not comfortable yeah. with Buck Swope. Kind of a shutter spook. Swope's one of the best in the business, for my money. Buck Swope? Buck Swope asked Doug his preference on shrubs. Ah. <laughs> I may sue Buck Swope. Buck Swope is struck. I'm pretty high on Swope. If we need an old audio clip, Swope's going to have it. Why? Oh no, I just know he does. The wonderful Buck Swope. You know Buck Swope? Well, yeah. Seem to have kind of an issue with Buck Swope. Right. It always goes back to Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Mr. Buck. What's up, kids? You're listening to Swope's Picks, episode 31, Tucker and Bruce, volume 2. A little later, we'll be joined by Caller Bruce. But right now, let's flash back to February 2017. Well, get on with it, muff. Get on with it, muff. Well, get on with it, muff. Right now, hey. pop culture, who would you say that's the guy that interests me? I can sit and talk to that guy for two hours. Uh, I don't know. Darnell someone, Coles. Someone Let's like, say he's available. Someone like Tom Hanks has kind of been a fascinating guy. Caller Tucker. Caller Tucker, I'm Doug. Caller Tucker. Well, it just so happens he's on the appliance. Oh. This kind of phone. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yep. Look at the plowhawk leading guys? this. Pro- What's up, Tucker? Hello, Tuxie. So one of my buddies was razzing me, and he's like, you got to call in because of this story that happened on Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. And <laughs> I was a little hesitant because I'm going to have to, like, work to stop from being talking blue. But I'm gonna try. Yeah, that's don't, fine. Don't talk flu. Now uh, the plow senator is on the dump button, so you're. You, but we enjoy uh, your stories. We had this thing, and our our firm did like a, a deal where if we did if we hit these certain objectives, we got the day after the Super Bowl off. I like that. And we took and we took a party bus to go watch it and had a big like huge event, right? So we had a few guys in. We have another uh, a sister office in Indianapolis, so a few of the guys came in from there. A bunch of us went out, and, you know, it was obviously a debacle, right? I mean, we're we're start drinking at about 11 a.m. Where'd you go, guy? We started at Fast Eddie's, uh, and that was like, there were a lot of people there, man, for Super Bowl. Really? Is that right? Yeah. yeah, there were a whole bunch of people at Fast Eddie's. Then we went through Soulard, hit up a few places, um, end up watching the game at the Post, okay? Mm-hmm. So we go there, and that's about, maybe that's like 10 minutes from my house, right? So sure. I get a ride back with an Uber, and while we're at the post, right, mm-hmm. this dude, my buddy, is sitting there talking, firing on this chick, right? Sure. She's old. She's a little bit older. I'd say mid to late 40, and he's from Indianapolis. He's staying at a hotel, I think in Clayton, like the Crown Plaza or something, right? Sure, yeah. But he's got a roommate, Uh-oh. so he doesn't want to bring this girl back. No. So this is verbatim what was said at the bar. We're oh, sitting there, okay. and they, she says to him, She's like, they're kind of flirting, and I'm kind of sipping my drink and listening. And she goes, yeah, I've never been with a younger man. And he goes, well, you haven't until later tonight. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, good line. This is awesome. Yeah. So I leave, and I assume he's just going to take her back to the hotel and do the railroad. And I get get home, and I get all these calls on my cell phone starting at like 1 a.m. 
and I kind of ignore the first two, just figuring they're drunk and being stupid. And then I finally pick up because he's called me four times and he's out of breath. Uh oh. And I'm like, what on Hades is going on right now? The world. And he's running. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you running from? And he goes, mm. I, I can't explain. I don't know where I am. But I see Uncle Bill's, and I'm going to be there in two minutes. I need you to pick me up from Uncle Bill's. The pancake place? Like, well, yes, the pancake place. Well, I'm like, there's two Uncle Bill's. Like, there's one in Baldwin, and there's one, like, on King's Highway. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't know which one I'm at. So he pings his phone, and he's at the one in Baldwin, sure enough, which is, like, <laughs> a 20-minute right. drive for me. So I'm not going to leave him behind because I figure something seriously effed up. Mm-hmm. So I get in the car and drive out there and pick him up at Uncle Bill's. He's wearing, like, gym shorts and a tank top, and I don't know where his clothes are. Mm. And it's about 2 o'clock in the morning at this point on Monday. And he's pretty out of it. And I said, what happened? And he tells me the story. So girl and him go back to her apartment, which is right behind Uncle Bill. Turns out she's 49 years old, and she's a fitness model. Mm. All right? Sure. sure. She takes him into her apartment, and there's like this giant sag rug right inside the door. Okay. And she, she says to him, you like my rug? Fair enough. And makes him pet the rug. She makes him pet it. Then slaps him in the face and throws him down on the rug like WWF style and proceeds to rip his shirt off, like rip it off his body and just go bang city on him. Oh, right? for heaven's like sake. Bang city. There was rip city in Portland. This is bang city in Baldwin. Okay. Yeah. She goes bang city on him. He blasts, right? Quickly. Easy. Even though Easy. I think he had that whiskey D because we've been drinking since 11, but right. whatever. Over in so, Illinois. So he does this. <laughs> And then she's like, well, I'm not satisfied. And he's like, okay, you want to go again? And she goes, I got a better idea. Oh, Uh-oh, not she the strappy, Doug. Not the strappy. <laughs> she goes into her room and brings out just what Timmy is saying right now. Oh, no. And he is, like, super intimidated. So he's like, I don't do this kind of thing. She goes, fine. Then you can just hold it and F me with it. Oh. Ah. Ah. And it was, he, he said it was purple and it was enormous. Okay. <laughs> he sat there on the shag carpeting for like a few seconds and did it. She got up to go to the bathroom huh. and he ran out the door. Didn't mm. say a word, just ran. And he ran door. down Manchester wearing the strap on. No, I don't think he ever got, no, he never put it on. He never put it on. He yeah. held it. That's what a gentleman does. Was, if you're raised the right way, Doug, you never right. put on the strap on. <laughs> yeah, he never put it on, but he held it and he, he went to Bang City with her. With oh. it. And then he had to run. And he was running away. That's why he was out of breath, because he's running from those apartments to a place where I could find him. And Uncle Bill's was the closest place. He was in some crummy apartments, like right behind it. And I was like, I picked him up. He's all out of breath, he's all nasty. And now he's got. I got to take him back to his hotel, and then the next day he's like, "I'm never coming to St. Louis again." I'll tell you right yeah, now, I'm yeah. never coming here again. Yeah, he might run into her again. No, I mean, he didn't leave his wallet and everything behind, mm. did he? He had all that stuff, but his shirt was gone. Shirt's gone. Shirt was <laughs> gone. He under his pants. This is what's really messed up. Is that I got to dose this under his pants? He was wearing mesh shorts. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need that bit of information. <laughs> well, I'm like. Now, why did he, why did he feel like he had to run away? Why didn't he just say I'm not interested anymore and calmly leave? Maybe he was scared for his life. I don't know. Maybe she was she had something going on down there underneath. I don't know. He he doesn't remember every detail, but he sure remembered the good ones. Do you have an apartment I mean, number? 
You can text me. <laughs> There's already enough information, I was just going to say. We could find her? Oh, I get a fitness model, mid to late yeah. 40s, apartment behind Uncle Bill. Just so you know, everyone's a fitness model. Yeah. All right? It's not like, oh, she's the no, one in Sports had, Illustrated like, that year. You had, like, double D tatas, like, huge fake tots. I mean, it was. She was a weird looking chick. I mean, not like totally beat, but her face was busted. <laughs> oh, jeez. If I like that's offensive, code, condemn that statement. Uh, if I were to give her an area code, I'd say she's like a three one seven. Three one seven. I don't know what that. What's that mean? Oh, you don't know. You guys no. don't do the area code scale then. No. What's that mean? Wow. The first number is the face one through nine. So she has a three face. The okay. second number is one. You do her. Two. You wouldn't. So she's a one. And the third number is the body, one through nine. So if she's a, if she's St. Louis, if you hooked up with St. Louis, you had a rough night because you didn't get a great face or a great body. Mm. So she's like a three one seven, which is kind of Indian. I think that's Indianapolis. Doug, is that Indianapolis? I don't know. Jake Query's phone number starts with a three one seven. Not to mention her hot body that looks hot in a bikini. Mm. Yes, I think it probably does, boys. I think it probably does. Flip that off. So he probably hurt her feelings when she came back and he was gone. Oh, I don't think she's got any feelings left to hurt. I don't think this is her first rodeo with Old Purple. I don't think it was. Old Purple, it was Prince's name. And this fellow was a lawyer, too? Yeah, he's a a litigation attorney out of Indianapolis. Yep. Well, if she has has a strap-on nigh in the apartment, then don't you think that means she participates in lesbianic activity? Oh, yeah, for sure. But she's also got a bang carpet. She's got a carpet when you walk in and she made a dude pet and then banged him on it. That's rough. A bang carpet. <laughs> Maybe she had just gotten the carpeting and she was impressed with the with the pile. No, he said it was an oval-shaped rug that was, like, super soft, and she slammed him down on it and went to town on him. Wow. And, and, he, didn't, and, he, didn't, and he didn't last very long. He said he didn't last long at all. Mm. And then Doug, her response was, that's fine, just let me go get my strap on. I where he finished, but he didn't last long at all. Now maybe he can call in and tell us. Maybe just a text. <laughs> Tucker, uh, we enjoy your phone calls. Don't be a stranger. Uh, you're really becoming popular with the audience, I can tell you. Well, I like to hear that. I don't get a lot of time to listen every day anymore, but I still like to call in when I do. Thank you. Thank you, Tucker. All right, thank you, Tuxie. Right, Have a good one. There he is, Tucker, Doug, uh, old purple. Who is this? Who is this? Uh, Jennings, I don't know how well you know him. His name is Bruce, and he's on the appliance discounter phone lines. Yes, Bruce. Morning, morning, guys. How you doing? Are you in New York, Bruce? I am not in New York. I'm visiting my sister and brother-in-law in Washington D.C. So I was drove down here the other day, but I can always count on you for Captain and Tennille talk on Friday morning. Yeah, no, no it's kind off. of our bailiwick. How long of a drive? I'm going to guess that drive is three and a half hours. Well, it's about three, three and a half. We did it without any traffic, so we hit the under. So it was like. 310, I think, this time. Nothing crazy. Very nice. Now, so is it you? Rest, and what, what is your gentleman lover's there. name? What is your the gentleman? And you guys have... Jacob. Jacob. Is he with you in Washington? He it was meeting us here this afternoon. He had to work through the week, um, but he's coming down this afternoon. So he's flying into, um, oh gosh, the airport, Reagan International. He's flying into Reagan. That's right. So we're going to go pick him up this afternoon or have him take an Uber or something. But Do you guys hesitate to fly into to Reagan International? Is that something that you guys, ah, we'd rather fly into Dulles just because of the... Oh, I don't. I don't really care what he does. Good for you. I think that's the. Right, right. I think that's the right thing to do. I feel like in a polarized time like this, some people might say, "No, I'm not flying to Reagan. I'm going to go." Oh, I, oh my gosh, Reagan! My my father thinks Reagan is a god, so I have no uh, no room to talk about the former president. That's for sure. Number forty, right? I think. Oh no, thirty nine. Reagan is thirty nine. Jay, was he thirty nine or was he forty? Thirty nine. Thirty nine. He's thirty nine, and no, 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 he's forty. Is he? 
He's 40. H.W. was 41. Clinton, 42. W, 43. Obama, 44. And this guy is 45. That's right. Now, I noticed you said this guy. Was that a coincidence? Um, No, it wasn't. I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those haters, but I just like I think it's kind of a joke. I'm not a doom and gloom guy. I like to uh, like to think that everything's going to be just fine. And I hope that's that way with the blues, guys. Oh, my God. I've been wearing blues gear around New York City. And I've got my blues sweater down here for the game tomorrow, the Winter Classic one that my dad sent me. But, oh, my God, that other night scared the P-Waddens out of me. What was the word uh, uh, you used? The, I don't know if you are scared the P-Waddens out of me. Is that a I'm New York term? Is little. that something we don't get in flyover country? I mean, unless New York is in Clayton, where I grew up. That's where mom, you got it. P-Waddens, Jennings, have you heard this? No. You're a Ladue guy. Maybe it's a maybe central it's a Clayton corridor. thing. Yeah. I, did, I did go to Mizzou, yes. Maybe it's a journalism school thing. I don't know. What year did you graduate from Missouri? 2004. 2004. All right. So uh, you got me by five years. I'm 35, yeah. Right, 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 right. So what are you doing in Washington this weekend? Just visiting? Yeah, just visiting my uh, sister and my brother-in-law. They've got my uh, two nephews and my niece down here and just hanging out for the weekend. Nothing crazy, for real. And you guys had the other day you were making fun of Mike Francesa, which I love. Yes. But Boomer and Carton were roasting him, just roasting him for something he did about who was the guy? Oh, Porzingis. He is past his prime. I will tell you that he's past his prime. How old is he? Because I, I don't think he's that old to just kind of no, be like not that old. He's maybe he just doesn't care. Yeah, I don't think he cares all that much. Right. I know. And and listen, I got to be honest. There's not a whole lot of queens. Uh, that listen to Mike Francesa. So the circles I Clip run, off. talk about them a lot. Not a whole lot of queens but, who listen to Mike Francesa. Isn't isn't that a, isn't that a, is, can you like if I if I said there aren't a whole lot of queens who listen to Mike Francesa, as a hetero man, would that be offensive to you? Or because no. because you're for the gays, you can say it. Is that how the way I'm trying to understand? Well, my problem is I don't get offended by anything, which Jacob tells me is a real uh, real detriment to my personal life. But, so De- Jacob gets offended by things. I mean, more than I do. Really? He comes from the Northwest. He grew up in Seattle. Yeah, they're very politically that, correct there, aren't they? They are. And, and I grew up in a Republican family, as I said, in Clayton with a lot of, you know, upper class people. I don't really care. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't get offended by almost anything. I'll be honest with you. Here, but here. Good for you. I like Good to have you, fun Bruce. with stuff. I like to, like, joke around about everything. And sometimes I don't do it in the right company. And, Tim, I think you can relate. I you probably have to address things you say on the air from time to time. And I'm sure it's not the most pleasant thing, you know. Yeah, you just kind of get used to, you know, what the rules are. Like, somehow I don't say the F word when I'm on the air, but we go to commercial break, and it's F this and F that and F this, and look at the Plowhawk FM, and that's what I do. But when I'm on <laughs> yeah, the air, this is this phony personality where I don't use the F word. And I don't know what's going well, on with me. Well, I don't know why the F word became a bad word. I've always been curious by how bad words were bad words. I agree with right? you 100% on that. that. Why did they become bad words? What makes them bad? The F word is so expressionary. It's a great word to use for just about anything. Yet we can't say it on the air. We have to protect our children from hearing it. And I'm like, Beaumont and Prescott are going to hear that word because I say it 700 times. Now, hold on a second. uh, Beaumont was a high school. And he was also Hugh Beaumont from uh, Ward Cleaver. Beaumont and Prescott are the twins. Ah, I had no. why, Why did you guys choose those names? Well, they're named after our mother's maiden names. How about that? How nice. wonderful is that? Any relation to really... Hugh Beaumont, who played Ward Cleaver on Leave It to Beaver? Any relationship, distant or otherwise? No, I've never, I've never been related to Leave It to Beaver. Although, when I was a little kid, um, 
my uncle did call me Eddie Haskell when we come over for dinner. So. Ken Osmond. There's, there's, there's a reference for you. That's not a compliment, do you think? Frank Bank. No, I think it is. Okay. I'm a ham. I don't care. All right. Whatever. Clip that off. Good Lord. Well, I wanted to ask, where do you live in New York? What area? Upper West Side. Have you ever now, isn't been? Isn't that kind of like the more? I, when I was looking at moving to New York, I was told moving to the Upper West Side at the time. Now I know th- the neighborhoods change quickly, but mo- now this was 2007. That yeah, that the no, Upper West, the Upper West Side was kind of like moving to Fenton in St. Louis mm. without well, the Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I guess without the Chrysler plant, but it's like <laughs> it's a little more. I call it suburban. There's like good schools. Um, we moved there, gosh, back in like November, I guess. Uh, but we were down in Chelsea before, but that's not as good of a place to raise kids. So we're up on the Upper West Side. It's it's nice. I mean, it, you get a little more space. Um, it, it's good. It's fine. I, yep. I don't love it, but it, it's it's something manageable. I think, honest to God, I know this sounds really horrible because I'm supposed to be this New York Manhattan guy now. We'll pro- I mean, at some point, we'll probably move out to Westchester County. I don't. And you feel, and I feel I, like I, you're I, ashamed of that. No, I'm just a suburb. I'm, you know, at the core of it, I want to be in the suburbs with my kids. I want them to. It's nice know, out there. Go to play soccer, like go to soccer, and you know, bring coffee and a mug on Saturday morning or something, and just be normal. Sounds yeah. nice. They grow up yeah. on the Upper West Side. Like I feel like they have to go to Tufts University or something, and it's just kind of. Now, what is Tufts University? I think Tufts, and I think of like the little thing Keisha Gray has right above. But what oh, is Tufts oh. University? No, it's just some snooty liberal oh. arts college, oh, and I, that's just not my thing. I, you know, I went to a big state school. I rooted for their team. Were you were you in a frat yeah. at Missouri? No, I wasn't. I uh, the journalism school is a little too stringent for that. Have you ever been to uh, Joanne's Trattoria? I've not. You, I think you asked me this before. I don't think I, I haven't been there. Now, what is that, Iggy? It, it feels a little. It's Lady Gaga's like uncle's restaurant, if I'm correct. It's her. There's a parents' restaurant. Very oh, surprising. Parents, surprising. Yeah. He'd mention it, that. <laughs> No, I just need a. I need a bottle of wine from a restaurant that you can only get it there. It's the Lady Gaga wine, and you can only get it when you go in there. And I was, I need somebody to get me a bottle. Hint, hint. Yeah, sure. Next time I'm in St. Louis, eggs, I'll stop by the studio and get you a bottle. Very nice. How long have you and Jacob been together? Um, since well, we we kind of were on and off for a little bit in the mid 2000s, but officially since 2008. What went wrong in the mid 2000s? Be honest with me. Nothing really went wrong. He was living in LA, and I was all over the world. I was in Florida and then Australia. Um, but we've been together officially since 08, and wow. we've been apart even times since then, but it's been much more stable. And then with the boys, I mean, yeah. obviously. And how long have you had Be- Beaumont and Prescott? Uh, they were born in December. We got them January 19th, one month old. Oh, so they, so yeah, they were born? Busy. Yeah, they're newborns. They're, oh, wow, wow, wow. I guess I feel like you've told me that. Yeah, so, so no, they're newborns, but the good thing is, is, with all of the frequent flyer miles and everything I've got, I've been able to bring my mom up to New York and sometimes dad too, like maybe twice a month to help. So we're kind of in the honeymoon stage still because they're helping out quite a bit. But I am uh, learning on the fly. And then we're we're hiring a nanny starting in the summer once they're going to have to stop coming up so much. Man, I'm telling you, living in New York City and hiring a nanny, you must be balling so hard. Or Jacob. I don't know about that, but it's kind of a necessity. We don't have the time. I mean, it isn't like you can just drop them off at kinder care. I mean, there's nowhere to go. Right. So when when I have a party that I have to do out on Long Island, I mean, it's a whole night thing. I'm not going to get home till 1 in the morning. Right. I can't just have them at the daycare where the strippers' kids are going. You know, that's not. Is that where the strippers take their kids is the daycare? Well, they have, like, all-night daycares, especially if you go to, like, Queens. You see them all over the place. Yeah, right. It's, like, 24-hour daycares. And I'm only assuming it's for, like, strippers and stuff like that because I don't know who else would take them there. Even I, if you uh... worked the night shift, I think you'd want, like, a – 
better place raising your kids. I don't know. I've never been to a strip bar in Queens. Anybody to a strip bar in Queens? I would imagine that would be maybe a nice thirty for thirty. Yeah, they're by the. They're mostly by the airport. LaGuardia. They're anything to call home about. Yeah, yeah, no, I've done some Manhattan stag bars, but uh, haven't haven't said. You know what? Let's head on over to Queens and see what's doing. I haven't no, done I that yet. Probably wouldn't do that if you're right. staying on the I island. I don't know if that, I don't know if they'd be an Irish in guys. St. Louis before I go, anything crazy going on there? Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, there's a front page of the Post Dispatch with Carlos Martinez's dreadlocks that says "dreaded oh, defeat." It almost seems like they're trying to get a response, but it looks like oh, it, the it police might... chief uh, stepped down. Yeah, he retired on the first day of Lyda Cruz's administration. Oh, probably a coincidence. What a coincidence! Yeah, <laughs> Jinx, Coke. But uh, no, I think we might see some Blues and Predators hockey, and the Blues would have home oh, ice, yeah. wouldn't they? So blues would have yep. home ice. I'm just yep. hoping they get to the finals and play like the Caps or the Rangers or the Bruins or somebody. You could be our official Stanley Cup correspondent. That would be fun. That would be I great if they play one of those East Coast teams. All right. Well, you guys, I'm going to run, bring the donuts back into the kids, but you guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you. You Thanks, got it, brother. Bruce. There he is. I'm telling you, Bruce, I think, might be the most popular caller into the show. Who is this? Who is this? Doug, you know Tucker, don't you? The audience Tucker loves, Carlson. The audience loves Tucker, and here he is oh. on the appliance discounter phone lines. Good morning, Tucker. Hey, boys. How we doing today? Oh, fine. Tuxy, how are you? I'm good. I had, like, a weird question for you. Oh, so man. I was, like, driving when I was on the road the other day, and you get the serious satellite in your car, you know? Sure. And, like, I was listening to Ryan Rossillo's show, and his producer is, like, from St. Louis, all right? Michelle so, Smallman. She used to Michelle be at 101. Smallman, yeah. And his girlfriend is one of the old Fox Sports girls. I don't know if many people know that. No. Doug, did you know that? I, I don't know who That's any of these people. That's a story as well. Do you remember those broads? They were kind of cute. Don't say broads. Like, got on. Cat knows what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. They were nice uh, nice ladies. Yeah. He, so he's dating Kayla. Well, he just went on a, like a, a little bit of a, a thing about St. Louis, man. and said that we claim we invented everything in the world. And Who said this? Rosillo? Rosillo, yeah. And he was referencing ice cream cones, like hot dogs. Toasted raviolis, saying we think that we invented all these things, and I don't know. Do you guys have that perception that St. Louis didn't think they invented everything? Well, they think they invented those things because I, I guess they first appeared at the 1904 World's Fair, the hot dog everything and the ice cream. At the World's Fair, man. Well, that's not everything. Like, that's a couple of things. Baboons. They were like baboons with nipple clamps and Indians at the World's Fair. Oh, true. Okay, well, they really invented that too. Then super crazy. Yeah, we keep piggybacking off something that happened like. 280 years ago. No, that would be 113. Eh, matter of I opinion. Get it, I get it, Doug. I'm using it for exaggeration. That's called a hyperbole. Okay. Yeah, hyperbole. So you're kind of down on the World's Fair. Not just the World's Fair. I don't want to get like a reputation of like thinking that we're so cool when we're just this little like Midwestern city trying to mind our own business. And you got these, these guys on the East Coast thinking that we think we invented everything. Yeah, I think I we think have a better just, reputation for uh, crime, so. Oh, that's for you know what else we invented? Twitter. We invented Twitter. Well, a guy from here, and then he bolted to the West Coast. Well, but he was from <laughs> here when he invented it. Yeah, that, this is a dude that used to sit and watch trains at the Webster Groves train station all morning. Well, whatever he did, he still invented Twitter. <laughs> Got there and looked for freaking train patterns. That was this dude's idea of a good time. He must have been a real winner. Okay, don't you take Twitter away from him. <laughs> I'm not taking Twitter away from any from Jack. I'm taking it away from St. Louis because he was in Silicon Valley when he invented it. I don't the know. Offices in San Francisco. Well, he was a St. Louisan though. Dates like supermodels and stuff. He doesn't have. What do you think he's? He's back here going to the High Point on a Friday night. <laughs> Very likely he is. Yes. Dinner at the Cheshire Inn. Why wouldn't he? he is. 
Well, you have to give us credit for what we did. Tucker, what are you, what are you proud of about St. Louis? Great question. That is a good question, man. I should have started with that. It's not yeah. that great a question. You know, I'm proud of the, the parking at the Brentwood Promenade, how they built, how they engineered a parking lot where two anchor stores back into each other so that even when you're far away from one, you're close to the other and you have nowhere to park. I'm proud of that. Did we invent having two outlet malls 10 feet from each other? Yes, <laughs> yes. We have that in uh, in Chesterfield. I like that. Oh, that's a great invention. That's just Hey, anything down there. Hey, Tucker, uh, you, you really are kind of our, we're living vicariously through you because it seems like you've had numerous uh, dalliances with uh, some lesbians over the last few months. Has Have you had any oh, yeah. lesbianism in your life over the last uh, month or so? Not a ton. I had a, a lesbian friend get married the other day. Did you go uh, to the wedding? A co-worker. I did go to the wedding. Uh, it was good. It was cool. A lot of half lesbians there? They're actually, I got to be honest with you, like the, the chicks that got married are are what you call lipstickers, for sure. Lipstickers. I mean, they're not like the bulls. They're not like... Not like Gordon Rachel Maddow. I mean, oh well, I, no, nothing like Rachel Maddow no. or like a league of their own or anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> league of their I mean, own. <laughs> there were some, there were some like, some, some tight chicks there. And they, lesbians have a lot of lesbian friends. There are a lot of lesbian chicks there. But it was at that jewel box. It was nothing like crazy. It was a normal wedding. I mean, they played Celebration. They played the electric slide. You know, we had a few cocktails, went out afterwards because we had our babysitter till one in the morning. Nothing like too crazy. Did any of the lesbians hit on your wife for the potential less popular MFF? That hasn't happened in like maybe 10 years, but it has happened. At Bar Napoli once, a lesbian tried to go home with, uh, with me and the wife when we lived in this like condo over by the Cheshire there. This gal tried to get home with her and uh, she's not into it, man. She's just not into it. Really? We're kind of kind of square man i told you we live in like this house that we do now and she thinks it's just you know taking the kids to soccer and things that just aren't she's not she's not into that stuff oh, man. Well, i mean i was oh, into it you got sure. you got in the fact that you live in a house in ladue didn't you and she, i'm always gonna talk get into that man i'll tell you what because growing up growing up over in st charles I feel like I've made it big time now. I gotta, I gotta be real uh, braggadocia about that stuff. Real, well, where, you should, you should be do? proud, and the fact that you call into this radio show make you uh, one of the special ones. You got a big mansion now, somewhere by uh, no, St. Louis Country Club. I, my theory: you buy the the cheapest house in the best neighborhood, right? And right. Your kids still get to go to the schools. You get to feel like a piece of human garbage sure. when you go to the, like their school events and whatnot. Right. And they right. say you're asking people what they do, and they're like. You know, I run Cecil Nicholas. You know, I'm I play for the Rams or I play for the Blues, and right. you're like, oh, cool. All right, man. I go on trips and read insurance law in Tampa, Florida, and <laughs> sit there in my hotel at an Embassy Suites, eating something I got from the little food pantry down there, and taking advantage of the free six o'clock happy hour. That's my life. Yeah. All right, man. But you got the house in Ladue. Well, I, that's all that matters, right? My yep. kids are still going to get the same education as those dingleberries that. Their dads do something for a living, right? That's right. You going to send them to Burroughs or MICDS or that's that's I, what well, your neighbors are Burroughs, doing? Yeah, probably Burroughs if I can afford it. I mean, yeah, that's only by what that time, by that time I think I'm going to have a little bit of coin coin. So I should don't be say coin to, coin. Uh, I like that coin, like coin coin. Well, you got a big lawsuit pending or something? Um, no, it's just I, I'm a hard worker. I mean, I think that I'll uh, I'm going to move up the old fashioned way. I'm not like into connections and whatnot, man. I just Blast my butt and get out there and defend these big, awesome insurance companies from fraud. 
I got to tell you, it's a real glamorous living, boys. I got to tell you. Well, it sounds like you're doing was, pretty well. No, but but I do. I'm I'm looking to get into radio. No, no, you're not. <laughs> Trade your jobs. Well, Trade your well, jobs. Everyone, well, you know what you ought to do is you ought to buy some time, and then you can complain that uh, everyone else at the station is holding you back, or you'd be a big. Star. Who would you buy time with? I don't even know how this stuff works. <laughs> buy time. What do I mean? You just give them a check and say, "Let me get on the radio." Is that how it is now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's really true. I mean, I'm yeah. serious. I didn't know. You ought to do it. I'd listen to you, Tucker, for the reals. What am I going to talk about? I mean, I got. Nothing. I don't know. We just take phone calls and talk about the talk World's about Fair. Soccer game. Talk about old near lesbian encounters from from Cafe Napoli. Well, there's probably still a lot of those going on. I can go <laughs> set up a microphone there on a Thursday night and catch all them three series drivers sitting there eating calamari and talking about the days when uh, they went to their Catholic high schools. Is that right? Yeah. Doug, is how it goes on? I, yeah. That's a, that's a shot at St. Louis social behavior for the last hundred years. I, Listen, you, for real, you need to, you need to, you do, you do need to do a radio program. I, I'm dead serious. I would listen. Maybe you and the Plowhawk and Iggy, you could run point. You guys take Venmo? Doug? No. Why would I take that? What is it? I could just pay you like that, and then that way I could just, like, jump on the air and not have to worry about the checks. And who writes checks in 2017? I do. Venmo, bro. I know. Venmo. I hardly ever do. I'm at work now. I probably should go in and get something done today, right? Okay, sorry to bother you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good day, all right? You too. Thanks. All right, Tuxie. There he is, Doug. Who is this? Who is this? (laughs) Doug, this is Bruce on the Appliances Counter phone line. Hello, Bruce. Hello. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? How are things in New York? Are you on Long Island today? Are you in the center of it all? The Rome of the 21st century, Manhattan. If, If you... If you call downtown Pittsburgh the center of it all, then that's where I am. Oh, Doug, is it ever. I got to go to the Cardinals-Mets game the other day, and I took the boys and wore our Cardinals stuff. And it's so funny. There there were quite a bit of Cards fans there. I you saw know, that on the Fox Sports he, Midwest broadcast. Yeah, it was it was strange. There were, there were quite a bit, and I don't know where that comes from. I think they're almost like one of those national teams at this point because – and you know who <laughs> – this is so weird, but you know who I think has had an influence on, especially with the Queens in New York? Andy, Andy Cohen. Cohen. Yes. Because because there, I, I know people in the gay community, and I was at the game Waka pitched. So Andy I, Cohen really likes that Michael Waka, doesn't he, Bruce? Well, he, he named his dog after him, and apparently they met. They were able to meet, sit down and talk, or he was able to meet the dog or something this week from what – that's what I was hearing. So that's kind of cool, but – it was amazing how many Cardinals hats I saw in, you know, in City Field on in Queens. It's not a place you'd expect to see a lot of St. Louisans, but there were, alas. So kind of cool. And I talked to one family who had gone through Pittsburgh, seen them on the weekend, and then came to New York. So that was kind of cool. I mean, I was, I was happy about it. I'm going to keep going back. I, we don't play them again there this year, but right. that'll be fun. to, uh, to keep. I'm going to keep that tradition alive and keep bringing the twins and take a different picture of them every year. So that they have it in their rooms. You ever meet Andy Cohen? I have, yeah. I met him. Um, I've met him twice, actually. We haven't spent a lot of time together, but I told him I was from St. Louis. We talked about that for ten minutes or so, and then just uh, spent the next like ten minutes talking about his appearances on Stern. So that's uh, yeah. On, that's on Stern, the last time on he was on Stern, Doug and I and you brought this up when we were over at the, the coffee machine this morning. Mm-hmm. Andy Cohen said he was a power top. Kind of surprised by that. Yes, he did, and he he's also the top gay. 
so top gay. He gets, um, what does that mean? Right, he replaced there. you in 2016. What, what does that mean? Top gay. Well, he's the king of gays. Is the way that he puts it when he goes on Stern, and you almost have to think he's right. He's pretty well known now. Um, who's the who's in your Mount Rushmore of gays? The Mount Rushmore of gays. Oh, Andy wow. Cohen's the George Washington. Is Anderson I mean, Cooper like in there? It, because him and Anderson Cooper travel around and they tell gay stories. It's a bunch of yeah, women Anderson show up. Cooper would definitely be in there. I think he he does such a he has like a great voice and he just does like a real professional job. Um, I'm gay. It hurts me a little that he said that he didn't <laughs> vote in the election, but I'll, I'll give him that's okay. I'll let him I'll let him pass on yeah, that. one. I wouldn't believe that but, either. Um, <laughs> Anderson Cooper. Um, oh God, Ellen? you were really testing me this morning. Yeah, can, no, I, can I say Michael Sam just because I went to Mizzou? I sure, think I'll do that. Though, what year did you graduate from Mizzou, up. Bruce? I feel like I've asked you this before, two, but I yeah, two thousand two thousand four. So I was way before him. But well, he's a New York guy. How about Johnny Weir? Johnny Weir? Um, no, no. It, oh, it doesn't sound like you like Johnny Weir. Is that because he's no, a power it, bottom? No, it's a freaking act. That's why. It's really, Iggy? Do you take offense to that? Because I know you're close with. No, Johnny. I don't. I'm not. I'm not gay. And no, it's, and it's Bruce would know if he's act. being an act. I mean, he's no, he's it's, it's he's over the top and he's very flamboyant. But but, I, but you know what? I don't fault him for that because it's gotten him on NBC. He was he's what kind of like guy who's not even like a gold medalist gets on NBC and then has big ratings with Tara Lipinski, even though. He's fake. I mean, he's putting on an act, but that act works for, you know, the people that want to perceive all gays like that. I mean, I don't I, – He, to the best of I know, he might be able to go out and talk about the Giants' defensive line. I don't know. But to me, it's an act. That's just, Hell, I'm that's straight, just and I would go out with you. Right. I'm just so beyond honored that I've got a date with you coming up. That is that's that's adorable. Thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, Johnny, but, that was Johnny Weir and Iggy, who were fast friends. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm going to finalize Mount Rushmore, nice. I'm just going to say Cher, just because all gay guys are supposed to love her, even though she's not gay. So you can be on the Mount Rushmore of gays, but not be gay. Well, she, I mean, listen, she's got a trans son. She was married to a guy last name Bono. I, I that's, what, that's what does it. Down. Steve Bono, Doug, had a run with the Rams. It was at 96. Steve Bono, and, and the Chief, he was the Chiefs quarterback, He was the Chiefs right? quarterback as well, wasn't he, Doug? Yeah. I think 49ers? He yeah, he mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Good he signal call. Up, so he might be on the Mount Rushmore. I think he was. I think he was Steve Young's backup at one point, if I'm correct. Doug, I was remember he Steve Young's backup. I, I think kid. he was. Like maybe remember. when they played the Chargers. I don't remember. Si- He's a kind of a kind of a nondescript quarterback from years wow. ago. Wow. Eight five five two eight two eight two five five. Who peed in your coffee this morning? Jesus. Oh, well, I'm just trying to, trying to trying to get a job at FS1 as a sports guy who yells a lot. They get paid like five million a year, so I'm changing my act. Yeah, let's have you debate Jason Whitlock at two in the afternoon and see how that goes. Yeah. Doug, you want to do that? Sure, if it pays five mil. I, it's funny that all those guys are just the same thing now. You could watch that station from the morning to the night, which I've done. I'm a masochist, I suppose. Yeah. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. It's people screaming at each other about Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I can't. I just can't anymore. I want to hear That's actual so sports talk, or I, <laughs> or I want to hear nitwit stuff. I don't want the the constant melodrama that the the nation has turned to instead of sports. It's disgusting. Yep. That's Love right. <laughs> hey, hey, Bruce. I looked it up. You're absolutely right. 1995. Steve Bono was a Pro Bowler. 13 and 3 record. He threw for over 3000 yards, yep. 21 touchdowns, 10 picks. He was the AFC player of the year. 
Doug, where are all the Steve Bono well, haters now? Well, 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 Doug calling him a little, just a fringe quarterback. That well, is the comment of the day. He had one year. That off. He had a year. <laughs> he had a year or two. Come on, he wasn't that good, yeah. hon. <laughs> better, better than someone like Jamarcus Russell, who was the number one pick. Well, that's true. Yeah, he's a lot better than. All that. right. See the Rams bringing him back. Yeah. Well, Bruce, we'd love to have you in. So, you, so you and Jacob are coming in around Thanksgiving. We'll definitely be there for Thanksgiving. I'm sure there'll be a weekend in between then that I'm in town, but I never know. It's like right now I'm doing this thing at the Warhol Museum tonight, and I've got then to go back to New York, and I'll be there for two weeks, and then I'm gone again. So it's it's chaotic. It's so stupid, but. You stay safe there with all the chaos in the St. Louis media. It sounds really dangerous, so I want you to be careful. And I'll uh, keep listening whenever I have a moment. But have a great day, and uh, praise Steve Bono. Praise Steve Bono. There it is. It's uh, Bruce. Bruce from uh, New York, but in Pittsburgh today. He wanted to see the Brewers play. Who is this? Who is this? (laughs) Doug, uh, this is uh, Tucker. Tucker Barnhart, backup catcher for the Reds. Hello, Tuxie. What's up, guys? How we doing? Oh, we're okay. What up, Tuck? Glad you called and changed the subject. I don't think he's changing well, the subject. <laughs> hold on. Can I talk about the subject real quick? Okay. Doug, yeah, yeah. Real quick, but don't say nest. Like, a few months ago, I clipped my sack with... <laughs> You're not changing the subject at all. <laughs> like an electric razor, I clipped it, and holy... Moly, there was some blood. Yeah, it'll, like, it'll bleed for a while if you click it. Don't use the electric razor down there. No. Oh, man, dude. It like it was like that vein that's in your lip. You know when dudes in movies <laughs> don't, get Don't say vein and don't say nest. Well, yeah, there's a lot of veins in there, if you know what I'm saying. But, <laughs> but it, I clipped it right, be, right below the shaft in between there. And it, it gushed open like those gushers you ate back in like the oh, mid-90s. Nice inning yeah. for Brevia. Brevia. Yeah. A clean inning. It was it was wild. Well, luckily, I don't got a lot of hair down there. So anyway, so at least it wasn't like hairy blood and stuff. Oh, like the CZ will get turned around. <laughs> My wife was like really grossed out. She's like, "You gotta, if you're gonna do that, like go out in the wild." I'm like, "You want me to like go out in the woods and shave my sack off? No, that ain't gonna happen." You your but, your wife sits there and watches you shave your scrotum, bro. No, she was actually in bed, and she's like, she heard the Clippers running, and. <laughs> I like walked out of the room and I had just clipped the nutsack and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, need, like I need a paper towel or something because I'm not going to put a Band-Aid on that thing. You know, so like, <laughs> I had to run into the kitchen and the kids were already in bed, thank God. They don't even see their dad in that condition. But like when I ran out there to get the paper towel, she saw it. She was horrified, man. She wouldn't She wouldn't do Bone City for like a week. Okay. And I, it was probably a good uh, idea because if I had, like, is, is it might have looked one? like I earned my Red Wings or something, you know? Mm-mm. You said you were only going to stay on the subject briefly. You went into excruciating detail. But I told you I'd change the topic after I got one, one point in. Right. Got it in. Okay. Oh, there it is. The point's been made. How do you feel about I Producer like- Joe's landing strip, Tucker? It's effed up. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, what dude does that? <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's like the stuff you used to see in like, when you, uh, landing strips to me are like, the way I relate to them is like back in the 90s when you used to try to catch like the scrambled, uh, pay per view stuff. Right. Like, the chicks in those used to have like, 
a really like heavy consistency landing strip <laughs> right after like the Bush era went out. Oh. And I don't mean like George H W. H W. Yeah, ninety two. No, those retros. We don't call them landing 92. strips. Those are like putting greens. They're a little bit yeah, thicker were, yeah, you're, and no, longer. They were like those little putting greens that an yeah. executive would have in his office, like where the ball. Like yeah, Gordon Gecko had one of those. I think Doug. Gordon Gecko. Yeah, and it and it rolled back down to you. Right. That's like what they had back then. So I don't know, like the consistency of producer Joe's hair or whatever. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have any knowledge of it. Well, whatever it is, it's stupid. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I would ever do that. I I kind of give it like the old uh, give it the old flat top trim, <laughs> okay. but like um, I'm not going to be doing. I'm, I might just let it. You know, I might so just go, let it go tonight. full Amazon um, down there after my incident last week, man. I'll tell you. I might let it just go go full on like seventies afro. Do you think your wife will be fine with that? Paul Hawk calls it a nest. I mean, she hadn't gone. That was Iggy. I, mean, Iggy. I, don't I don't know if she'd be fine with it or not, but it is what it is. I mean, we can talk about it, but we don't need, we don't need to talk about anything. I'm not going to go up to like what's it called, the perfect shave or something at the the mall, or go to one of those places and have them trim my like shrubs. That's no, not they happen. won't do that so, for you. So, I mean, like, one way or another, someone's going to have to deal for it. Right. I don't know. That's just how I feel. But yeah, Okay, thanks. <laughs> I like following that four spot. Tucker, what else did you have to discuss? I know you've been pursuing lesbianism. I think we're good. I think. No, he pursues lesbianism and he goes to El Pizza. Uh, no, well, they closed, bro. Oh, oh Doug, no. they closed. What happened, bro? Well, they're changing names or something. I don't know. But if you look around town, I don't know where they go now. Like, it feels like every time you get a good, like, lezzy community, it gets pushed out. What is that it's about? Like, and I don't know. But I would like, assume the so Grove. Much. Isn't that the hotbed of lesbianism? You know, I think it's, like, going away, man. I, like, really? Because there's, so there's so many straight joints down there now. Like, huh. I got bros that hang out at that, that beer hall all the time. Is it Urban Chestnut that's down there? Plowhawk, that's where you met the love of your life, right? Oh, she's great, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's awkward. Something's awkward there. Was it a dude or something? No, what no, it's my current girlfriend, Tux. Oh, you just don't you don't bring that up. I get it. It's like you gotta have your private moments, I understand. Yeah. I got a lot of private I get private moments. Well you told us this on the air yesterday. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> What's going on? I, I don't know. I've lost this is lost this is sketch, guys. You better look into this. You better have that one dude. Who digs into your archives? Look into this. Buck Swope. Figure out. Buck Swope. Figure the dude Don Cheadle from uh, Boogie Nights. Feel what's going on or something, man. <laughs> this is this is Sketch City. I'm a little a little disturbed, but anyway, yeah. I I, always, I, do, I sometimes I like to give you the examples of the reach of your guys' show. Okay. And I had like a really funny one that was a little bit awkward, but you know, obviously Tucker is a nickname, uh, and I go by it with a lot of friends, but like. For my career, I obviously have a real name that I use. And my father-in-law has a pretty big-time job here in St. Louis. Uh, I'm not going to get too elaborate. but we have initials? Like, got, we, mm, we have, no, you can't. But, right. you guys, again, Buck Swope would figure it out in three seconds, so I'm not going to let that happen. Mm. But we're at his house. A few, I don't know. It was like two, weeks, two or three weeks ago. And he goes, you call into a, like, 590 sports talk show. And I'm like, huh. I call in from time to time. Yeah, I, I guess. Yes. He's like, well, he goes, one of my uh, one of my employees listens to that show, and somehow put the two and two together and said, you're talking about some pretty vile things. And I'm like, I don't think I'm talking about anything too vile. And he mentioned uh, he mentioned this one about a uh, like a purple vibrator. I was like, seventy nine and a half. It was a little it was a little bit awkward, but like 
he goes, he goes, well, I want to start listening to this show. If you're calling in, he's like, I want to hear what they say. And I'm like, <laughs> I would go. So I told him, uh, I told him that not, I told him Giants not to don't do it. He's probably listening like right now. Well, he should. You guys, you guys have made it Toronto, all the way up to the world. Let me just like Buku. Over 92 and a half. Uh, we get a text here, Tucker, that says, guys, Blue Sky is big on girl on girl. Have you been to Blue Sky? The one, like, by the Galleria there? Doug, is it by Blue? We don't know where it is. It's. Have you ever been? Has anyone been in that place? No, I'm not it's, a lesbian. It's, it, it ain't a, le- a lesbian bar. It's like, it's this place you walk in and you feel like you're in, like, the, the bottom of, like, a 1980s hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legit spot. I would recommend going, but I haven't seen many les there. A lot of enterprise dudes in white shirts and ties. They're staining their shirts with that buffalo chicken dip. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of enterprise workers hang out there. Tons of enterprise. I mean, they're like right up the street. You sure can always spot right them, or they could just be like cheap lawyers from Clayton. It's one or the <laughs> well, other. It could be. Yeah. But, but lawyers from Clayton That's usually right, have like patterns and, and, and really trendy like plaid jackets that they think look really cool. But in reality, they're just going to look like really dated when you look at pictures five years from now. Yeah, that is going to look bad, isn't it, Doug? Yeah, probably. It's going to look really bad. Never goes out of style. Look at the '70s. It's going to look like the '70s. All our parents' like wedding pictures look ridiculous. No, they're going to look ridiculous. You like that ridiculous? Yeah, I had a canary yellow leisure suit in the seventies with a brown silk shirt. That and if you still had stitching. it, you'd be you'd be Ball City, dude. I you still had so. it. Yeah. I'd be arrested as a pimp. Clip that off. Do they still have pimps even, or don't chicks just do it for themselves? I, I don't know that either. <laughs> You're asking a lot of questions that are, are a little outside of my uh, Bailey. I think they're their own LLCs know. now. Yeah, I don't even know if like pimps exist. I I know there's like chicks now that take square. And take like Venmo and stuff. So really, I mean, yeah, it's out there, dude. Like I told, I've told you before, I've got some promiscuous coworkers. Have you? And wouldn't you want to solicit they, they prostitution go, with cash? They go. You would think you wouldn't want to have like anything tied to it, Good. but sometimes dudes get get like hornball and they're in their hotel room and they might not have a, a buck run lying around. I'll say hornball. Or like so, they might they might just try to throw some cash, some C cards at the problem. But but yeah, I would. I mean, if I were I've never even, like, I'm not, like, a cheater. I'm real monogamous, sure and I believe in that. But, like, yeah. other people, I'm real monogamous. I, I hear stories. You're a one-game like, man. People, oh, absolutely. I, I, that, that's actually no joke. No. I, I don't cheat. Like, I think it's disgusting. I, I think I it really helps up people's lives. <laughs> how, how long have you been with your wife, Tucker? Oh, uh, well, we've been married for nine years and been together for 16. Wow. And, and you've and never had the urge to stray or bring another woman into the my, bedroom for an MFF. Literally not e- well, 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 hold on. I didn't say that, but literally not even one time have I had the urge to stray, no. Look no. at this guy, Doug. No strange for Well, I, I live vicariously through my boys that talk, like, these crazy stories about this stuff that I'm I'm telling you right now, like Venmos and square readers and stuff. Like, square readers have changed the game, I think, in prostitution. You might want to ask <laughs> one of your, like, porn star friends or Man, something what's about that, it. What's a square reader? What decade do you live in, bro? Like, <laughs> well, I, I'm not active in the prostitution community, really. <laughs> this ain't for prostitutes. It's Jack Dorsey's like invention. You plug it into your phone, and you can swipe credit cards. Yeah, Doug well, Square. Well, I don't have one. <laughs> I guess we know you've never been to a charity event, bro. You don't give well, a charity. I don't see a lot of people swiping credit cards. I don't see a lot of people swiping credit cards on their phone. There might be some. Then you're not circle. paying attention, man. I don't run you're in money circles. Good lord! I just pay cash. I, I don't need I'm it on my come raid your pump. house and check your mattresses because there's probably bundles of cash in there. You're probably prepared for the apocalypse or something. <laughs> well, maybe I am. Oh, nice. You got a lot of cash over there, bro? Oh, yeah. 
you know, hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars stashed in the floorboards. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Let's let's bring it out, bro. Let's take it out. <laughs> Tucker, thank you for the All phone right. call. Always great to hear from I'm you. Gonna stop it. Uh, I'm going to go run in. I'm stopped in here at Pilot Flying J or something. i got to run in to get a roller drill, but I'll talk okay. to you, boy. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> All right. Peace. Tuxy. I don't see a lot of square readers. Who is this? Who is this? Doug, this is Bruce uh, on the appliances counter phone lines. Uh, Good morning, Bruce. Oh, hello, Bruce. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Bruce, are you in New York City today or are you on on the Hamptons? Uh, Neither. I'm in heading up towards Greenwich to take a meeting with Condé Nast. Don't say take a meeting. Don't say to take a meeting with. I kind of like what it is. Just say to have a meeting. I'm going to see a meeting with Condé Nast, the magazine publisher. And, and then I will be back in the city around 3 p.m. What's this what meeting, meeting about? about? Yeah, what's this meeting? What do you got going? Oh, they're doing a retirement party for the editor of Vanity Fair. He's, he's an interesting guy. He used to run a spy magazine. He ran Vanity Fair for years. We're going to send him off with a cla- in a classy way, probably. But I shouldn't use the word classy because that means it's usually not. So. All right. Oh, that's a good read. I'm getting ahead of myself. Tim, congrats on the boy. Thank so, you so much, Bruce. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? I have been enjoying the hell out of it. I really have. And you, yeah, ha- you, yeah. you, and you and uh, Jacob have a couple of sons too, don't you? Yeah, two, and they're going to be one in January. So we're. Uh, are you planning a party for them? Being the party planner, oh. you are. Oh, are you kidding me? Of course, it's going to be as gay as the day is long. But it was oh, fun. Cut that off. <laughs> we'll have we'll have all our friends. I guess we're doing a remote there. <laughs> maybe even some Missourians will come in. We'll see. What do you do to make a, a to gay up a party? <laughs> Lovely drinks. I mean, you want to have Lovely. really good drink selection. Yeah. That's one thing that's really important. Do you invite any breeders, or do you just want to make sure it's all the gays? Well, we'll have. I mean, there'll be some gays there, but a lot of our friends are straight. I mean, now, are, are you married to your partner? I can't recall. Are you married? We're not married, but we don't really care. We've been together for so damn long. And, and you have so two kids. Care. See, my thing is, I think that's becoming more. And more uh, standard work, you're, maybe you're not going to get second looks. Uh, you know, around where I live, no. we, we oh. see that, right? So you, have you have you gotten any pushback or people look at you, or is it just like any other parent? Jim, I'm in New York. I don't get any pushback on anything. You Good. walk down the street, you see the weirdest stuff. So us two, two gay dudes walking around with a, two babies in a double stroller doesn't really throw anybody off. That's kind of like a Tuesday afternoon. Good. No, it's, it's, it's good but to if, hear. If I were in, now let's say I were living in, I don't know, Fallon, Missouri and doing that and going to Mid-Rivers Mall, then yeah, I'd probably get some luck. I don't know. I, 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 I think I, 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 I a grilled chicken sandwich at Cracker Barrel off Highway K and it seemed like oh, I was, I was at, barrel, in the I middle of Studio 54. <laughs> I just I think it's becoming more and more prevalent. The though. Microwaves. Don't you think oh, it's, be- it's definitely more prevalent? Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I have plenty of straight friends that aren't married, plenty of gay ones that aren't married that have kids, and plenty that are. I don't think it matters. I don't really care. I don't put labels on people because of that. Um, you know, whatever. Do what you want. God. How long have you and Jacob been together, Bruce? Oh, pretty much since college, which you're going back 15 years, 16 years. So we, I mean, and we, we've had a few, like, little tiffs in the early 2000s where we might have broke up for a week or two. But I'd say consistently we have not had a breakup since, 2000 and, I don't know, 2004? Yeah, I was going to say so, five. Do, it, 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 have you ever brought another gentleman into the bedroom? Oh, no, I'm just curious oh, if you had an MMM. That's all. Oh, no, with that? no, no, no. Ugh, that, that makes me kind of ill. Like, that's not, not me. Not at all. All right. Fair and enough. Now, nobody going, do, do, you, do you brush your own teeth, or does Jake do that? If he ever brushed my teeth, I'd smack him in the face. That's no, no. Yeah. no. 
only the biggest fights we've probably ever had are one that I'm not a gold star gay, and I've told them that. Okay, gold don't know what two, that is. Okay, don't, don't know what, what gold that. star. What makes gay. someone a gold star? <laughs> it means gay. I've I've been with a woman before. Wow um, and wow and wow. He has not. Jacob is not. So so it's kind of in the gay community. There's just like some people think that is tainted, but mm. me again. Who cares? Like I was with a girl probably in the late '90s. I think I still had frosted tips, and I was trying to fit in, and that's it. It was at a party. I mean, that's one time, and he. He really had a problem with it. Well, let me, let me, let me, like, Doug, I'm going to do it. What do you call it? a problem with that. So, so at the time, were you not out or were you not <laughs> no, sure? No, no, no. Or what was going on there? Well, no, it, was, you said, you mentioned the frosted tips, like the frosted tips. You're like in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was a little of both. I mean, I, I, I do think women are beautiful. Like I have no bones about that, but I, I kind of knew, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I can't really put a finger on it. I just weren't, wasn't exposed to a lot of gays. So I didn't really know. And this girl, like, it was, we weren't really dating, but we'd gone on a date or two, and we just got drunk at a party and screwed. And that was, like, mm. you know, that was it. Did, did you it enjoy it? How do you, how, would you, how do you think she enjoyed oh, yeah, it? No, or you were kind of like, I, oh, my God, I can't get, get it up. Well, What's I going been drinking, on? Like, I've been drinking two dogs all night, which was probably the first sign that I would get. But <laughs> then That's an I ended up with, 90s yeah, reference. I enjoyed it. I mean, we were, we were pretty drunk. It was at a house... Um, I think it was like off McKnight. Like, Doug, was that off back. McKnight? Or I have no idea where the hole was. You said you were there. That wasn't anywhere close. Yeah, Doug, Doug was doing, he was doing a newscast from the living room. Probably oh, so. Remote. In the 90s? Yeah, probably so. But we, but but it was not serious at all. No. I mean, like, at all. Was that the yeah. first time you'd had sex with a woman? It was, yeah. And you were like yeah, 23 at the time? Oh, no, I was uh, in high school. Oh, I thought, so okay, I was, I thought we were around the same age. All right, all right, all right. No, I'm, I'm, thir- I'm 36, so... I was a uh, senior in high school, probably, okay. and now I've had other like fool around sessions and whatnot. But mm. this was the first time I like went all the way, and I think it wasn't that long after that. Like I came out to my parents freshman year, so it wasn't that long after that that I was kind of like, okay, gigs up. I'm obviously gay. I wonder if a gay um, guy can last longer than a straight guy's first time because I mean, oh, you know, I don't know. Time. I, I, mean, I mean, for again, real, like the I five kid, seconds I is probably, the over under. So See, were you able to, you're like, well. I'm not really into this, so I'm able no, to no, kind no, of Lexington steal the situation? I, I was into it more so I could, like, brag about it when I got done, I think. I, that was probably it. I mm-hmm. don't know. Hey, it's hard to go back and look at the psychology. I, we probably were listening to, like, LFO or something. I mean, Let me ask you, like, because I'm, I'm interested yes. in, the, in the New York elite. Um, yes. What kind of party will it be for Graydon? Will it be high class for or kind of laid back? Grayson? Yeah, Grayson um, Carter. It'll be very laid back, but there'll be probably, you know, there'll be some people there that, that'll blow your mind, but there'll also be a lot of really stuck up, probably New York businessmen, like a lot of uh, Wall Street types and everything. He runs in a very tight circle from what I've gotten from his assistant. We're the Really, we're meeting in about an hour. I don't really know a whole lot. I've read the magazine and I've never met the man, so we'll see. But yeah, I would imagine there'll be some celebrities. I know he's, I know he's close with like Madonna. I don't think the Donald will be there. If you want to look up their past, they have had some history. Um, so the president probably won't be in attendance. But there'll be some, there'll be some names, I'm sure. I'll if you were, would you let us in there? Would you get us uh, passes? Yeah, we could hang like out. Like if there, if you were doing oh, yeah. a really big party with celebrities, yeah. would you risk yeah, it would, your own reputation would, by leaving us passes? Yeah, but it would probably have to be like really big. Like this is, I'm thinking this is like maybe fifteen to twenty people. 
um, and then maybe in the inner circle, and then there'll probably be like a reception after, or there'll be another 40 to 50. And isn't this so, the kind of thing where like Billy Joel show up and play a piano in the living room? Yeah, I don't know. I saw his wife is pregnant, so I don't know what That's the right, Doug. Billy Joel's 68 there. and his wife's but, pregnant. Wow, good for him. But, but no, Billy, it is something like Billy, which I don't know if he's tight with Billy or not, but like someone like that would show up and do like a little, a little here you go, just a, here's a send-off. Mm, I bet Gaga, Gaga will be and there. Probably. Lady Boy. Gaga will be there. Will Lady Gaga be there, Bruce? Because well, if that's Annie the case, Eagle Iggy will show up. Be there. Annie's going to be there, and I've met Annie a few times, and she's fairly close to Lady Gaga. Who's Annie? So, Sarah Jessica Parker played Annie on Leibowitz. Different Leibowitz. Annie Leibowitz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she'll definitely be in attendance. Iggy, if you need any Gaga stories, I'm sure I can get one or two out of her. Does it bother you at all that Gaga's doing all this lip syncing nowadays? <clears throat> I don't really care what she does. I'm, that's it's like. She's she's a great performer, sure, and I don't really, I just don't really care. So when are you going to be I'm in town, sure. Bruce? You and Jacob are coming for Thanksgiving or for yeah, a holiday? We'll be, What's I going? Think we'll be in for Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll probably get in Wednesday, go back Saturday. We don't get to spend a lot of time. We do so much weekend work that it's very hard to get back. New York City empties out Thanksgiving weekend. It's one of the only times you really get to get away. So mm-hmm. that we can do, and then Christmas we're doing Florida again because it was a big hit last year. Where so, in Florida? We go to Naples. Yeah, so. We will be, and it, it really didn't get hit as bad as everyone talked about. Um, I got to see some pictures of the, the place we stay, and everything looked fine. Where do you so stay? You stay we at the were, Ritz, I bet. You ball so hard. I'm, I'm really not going to say where I stay. Wow, just like oh, Doug, just like Doug, not saying when he's going to watch the Idaho game. I hate, I hate, I hate doing that. I don't want to be the douche. So it is the Ritz. It's absolutely the Ritz. Yeah, I think I picked up a tight yeah. read. I called so, out his hand. Queen Jack of so, Spades, so full kid, bitch. What about my hand? <laughs> Doug, how big are his hands? I, probably, I don't know. I've never seen uh, a gentleman. I don't not, know. The biggest hand I ever shook was Elton Brand, and it was startling. I was <laughs> Is that a turn-on for, for the gay community? Oh, I was, no, here's no. the thing. Oh, well, here's the thing, and I'm oh, curious, boy. Bruce, because I was hanging out with Janie the lesbian, yeah. and the lesbian <laughs> community, lesbians look at hands. And I had no yeah. idea. Did you know that? You know what else they look at? They look at moving trucks because they're always in and out. So mm, that's where gays like probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my word. <laughs> yeah. Uh Bruce, always great to hear from you, sir. Yes, Our listeners love you. It would be an honor to meet you, uh, but uh, always great. Don't be a stranger. You know that deal. All right, I won't. You guys have a great weekend you there. Too. See ya. All, All right. right. Thank Bruce. you. Bruce. I mean, people love when Bruce calls in. You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 the Fan and InsideSTL.com. And we're pleased now to be joined by caller Bruce. Bruce, what's up? How are we doing, Buck? I'm doing pretty well. So, Good to hear. So in going back and listening to your earlier calls, I think your first call was uh, Labor Day weekend 2016. I think you wanted to talk Mizzou football, and I think you had a big Beth Stern event that weekend. What was going through your mind that morning? What prompted you to call in to the morning after on that particular day? Well, let's go back a little further. I think there were some calls before that. I don't know if you can find them. And I don't remember exactly what the topics were. And I I don't have, I don't really have the patience with my ADD to go back and look. But there were calls where I didn't live in New York because I think Tim said something. I listened when you sent them over. I think Tim said something about, oh, you're you're in New York now. And I said, yeah, I moved there. Um, I don't remember exactly. But the, the origin came actually from the Kevin Slayton show way back in the early 2000s, where I just noticed some intolerance on that show, believe it or not, and decided uh, to make some calls that might fire him up. 
So I was doing that for a few years until one of his producers found out my real name and threatened, and Kevin, I guess, ergo, threatened to um, expose me on the air and say nasty things to my employer at the time. And I thought that was just a bad deal. So I stopped calling him. And then like three months later, his producer actually called me and asked if I would start calling in again. And I said, no, thank you. So that's where it really started. And then for a long time, I didn't. And then I had a bunch of friends say, we want you to call back in. You should do the morning after. And I think it was on already back to 590, maybe, you know, it was still CBS at that time. So I was calling in and then it just kind of grew from there. But I, I don't I can't really tell you the genesis of it other than to tweak Kevin Slayton uh, 12, 13 years ago. You know, trying to track down audio can be tough sometimes. I think, uh, especially during the uh, the Willie era, I, I don't think the notes taking uh, the show notes were as well uh, well taken. So it's sometimes it's harder to track down random calls. But so I, I remember you calling in, and you had this kind of backstory. You came from a conservative family. You had these twins named Beaumont and Prescott. How much of that is real? Uh, as far as your kind of bat family background? Oh, it's pretty much a character. I didn't even grow up in St. Louis. So um, that was based on two of my friends, really. And, and there wasn't much thought put into the backstory. I just was picturing like a Clayton family with, you know, this conservative father, probably a sister who got married to a lawyer and a guy who just rebelled against all of it and moved out of town to become a party planner after going to Mizzou. That's really all it was. Yeah, the party planning aspect was, you know, it's almost like the bigger the lie, the more you believe. And, you know, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a consultant, so I've occasionally been involved in, in some kind of high-end parties. And you do see where there's like, it's kind of the same cast who puts it on. And so if you're in this inner circle, I could see where it, w and it, especially if you were tied into money in New York, uh, especially if there was, you know, these kind of weird gay subculture or whatever, you know, events where you bring the right talent, you have the right connections. You, it's all about delivering the people and getting people to show up to these things. I could, you could see where in theory, someone could move from St. Louis and put all that together, but it was kind of a far-fetched idea. Why a party planner? I mean, where, where did that come from? Yeah, I don't I don't really know. So it really just I do have a friend that's a pretty big party planner. Um, I use I drew from some of that experience, but I don't think he did anything at the level that I would discuss on the radio, typically uh, with Condé Nast or with, um, you know, Beth Stern's charity or any of that stuff. I, so I don't know. I just thought it was a Thursday was night. A way to Thursday night parties at the Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh. I mean, who is yes. flying? Who is flying? this guy from Manhattan out to Pittsburgh to do a party on a Thursday night. It's, it's pretty, but then again, well, you know, that's where just quick wit comes in. Cause I think for that call, I was in a hotel in Pittsburgh and I couldn't think of, you know, what to say. So I just said that. And then I remembered there was a movie about 10 years old called she's out of my league where the girl in that movie, believe it or not, was a party planner. And she threw a party at the Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh. So you can go back and check that movie. But that when I was in Pittsburgh, that's what came to my mind. And that just spewed out on the air. So that's where that came from. And I 
can't remember. That might have been the Steve Bono call. That was the Steve Bono segue was one of my favorite ones with Charlie, uh, Doug kind of dismissing it, and then Charlie pulling up the stats and AFC Player of the Year, and you kind of threw it back in Doug's face. That was one of my favorite, just kind of completely ADD callbacks. Uh, yeah, I had completely forgotten about that um, until you sent that tape over for me to listen to. But I, yeah, I had no idea about. I didn't even remember anything about Steve Bono. I just have a weird knowledge for sports and trivia, so that I, I happen to know that. But it was really funny when you listen back to it. So I think a lot of the reason many people believed Bruce to be, if not real, at least an authentic New Yorker, was you had a lot of knowledge about New York City, or seemingly. I mean, obviously, we're living in St. Louis. We don't necessarily have a handle on New York City, but. You seem to know a lot of specifics. You knew Joanne's Trattoria or whatever, whatever the Iggy restaurant, Lady Gaga's parents' restaurant. Yeah, that's it. You knew that right off the bat, and there was just a lot of other things. You know, your whole, you lived in Chelsea, and then you moved to Upper West Side, and then you're talking about moving to Westchester County. It's the way that people would talk about the neighborhoods in St. Louis. What is your connections to New York? Do you travel to New York? regularly how often do you spend how much time a year would you say you spend in new york city so i probably go to new york for work four or five six times a year uh, maybe quarterly a little bit more than that my whole family both my parents all my aunts and uncles grandparents everybody is from northern new jersey so i've been going there my whole life sometimes for almost a whole summer so i know new york pretty well and i just know and then i have my roommate from college at mizzou also is in he's in hedge funds and lives in new york and has moved neighborhoods a few times. I just have a pretty good idea. Um, I've always been part kind of ingrained in the culture. And that's really how I was able to just, you know, spit those things off the top of my head. You know, I know what his rent is. So in the call where they ask about my rent, I was able to you just kind of quote what he had told me. Um, right. And it just happened to match up. So th- most of that is true. And then I, I happen to know the suburbs, Westchester County, Northern Jersey, Long Island. I can speak to it pretty well. I wouldn't say I'm an expert by any means, but just um, the more I go there, the more I learn. And you pass the 24-hour daycare probably on the way to LaGuardia or JFK. Oh, those places are prevalent. I mean, if you go out by LaGuardia or JFK and you're in Queens there in Flushing, there are, you know, there are a lot of strip clubs around there. So there's all sorts of those 24-hour kind of shifty. You also, you know, they're not just for strippers, but there are a lot of um, police officers, firemen, that type of profession in Queens, which is a little more blue collar suburb or blue collar borough, I should say. So you do see those things from time to time. And that's just, that's where I drew that from. So you're from Northern New Jersey and you went to Mizzou. So you did go to the J school. I, I never finished the J school there. No, I majored in communications and history. So I started, I went there for journalism, but did not actually finish in that. But I grew up in mostly in Chicago, moved to New York, moved back to Chicago then to St. Louis in high school. Okay, that's so you, my that's my true path. So you were in St. Louis in high school. So yep. did you, in fact, lose your virginity at a party off McKnight with, when you had frosted tips? No, I did have frosted tips. That's very true because I am born in 1982. So that put me in high school in the late 90s. Almost everyone did. And that was I did go to that was driven from a specific party I remember going to. Um, with a prominent St. Louis family off McKnight in probably summer of 1999, 
But no, I did not lose my virginity at a party off McKnight. That is that was made up. <laughs> Those specific details are what really tie the story together, and I thought made the Bruce character so great. I do think it would be interesting to kind of call call in once in a while, even if people know that you're not necessarily on the real. I do think it would still be it would still be good to hear from Bruce from time to time. Uh, while I've got you on the air, is there anything else you want to get into? within the Bruce world that uh, you want to address while you're on Swope's Picks? Well, I do think it's it's funny because people often ask, like, how do you keep the character together or whatever? It, it, and it's just using um, a few details. I'll call it bullet points, not a script, but just using details to put together, you know, a comprehensive character. Um, and then the second thing is it, it was the way the character was born once again, I think is funny that anybody... Um, I mean, Kevin at the time was furious when he found out that it wasn't real, but it really just was to prove a point that, you know, the, to drop stereotypes about people because Bruce was very into football, um, was correspondent for the Slayton show at Super Bowl 43. And to say, yeah, you know, a gay guy and I have gay friends, I have straight friends. They're just as into sports. They're just as into, you know, talking shenanigans as they talk in the morning after and everything else so it's it's kind of funny it was it's really meant to dispel stereotypes and i think long term it really did that i mean i do think bruce did have a lot of very level-headed takes either on media or even on politics or on uh on this or that you just seem to have just kind of those level-headed takes not prisoner of the moment or kind of social media overreacting you know you just seem to have you delivered the message, even though it was through this nonsensical character, you still seem to have uh, a quality, a quality message to provide. So, I yeah. Mean. So it's funny, both of the characters, that's kind of the ultimate goal. Funny as it sounds like I was listening back to the call you sent with Tucker, where talking about the Brentwood promenades parking situation. And those are just most of what Tucker calls out are just real life things. And I guess you could say the same about Bruce. Some of the, the takes are my true opinion. I mean, you know, whether it be silly or whether it be political or whatever, I'm, I'm pretty just, um, I'm, you're right. I don't like the hot take prisoner of the moment type show, which is probably why I do enjoy the morning after. I do think you could do a maybe once a month stand up improv routine and just kind of do St. Louis, like just kind of, it's almost like a roast of St. Louis. I do think uh, that's kind of the running theme of, but yeah, with the Brentwood Promenade and all that stuff, the and you know the three series drivers at at Napoli uh, and all that. I think you do kind of have St. Louis's number to a degree. So yeah, I would I would love to see. I know you're you're probably very pressed for time, uh, traveling for work. Uh, and raising your real family. But if there was like a way that we could book you to do somewhere where there's, you know, not a whole lot of overhead and that would be convenient, you could do a kind of like once a month improv and just kind of let it flow. And you could do different characters and you could just kind of whatever, whatever about St. Louis is funny that month. And you could just kind of do a number. I mean, I think we could get a pretty decent crowd to come out and support that. Yeah, I don't, I'd like to, I'm, I'm probably better in like a panel type situation. I don't, I'm not real good at stand up or any of that. I, and it's just not my thing. I can, I can pull the stuff out of my ass, but it's, it's better when it's on the radio or on a podcast or something like that. I've done that before. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. 
Whatever well, happens, happens. There's always, there's always TMA Lives. Maybe they can get you booked for a TMA Live. I know you're often not in town on Thursdays, but uh, if we can get you get you out for another TMA Live, I think that would be a good a good forum to. Uh, That'd be fun. Get no, it's, it's always always fun to see the people. Get you back on the dais. All right. Well, I don't want to take any more of your time, Bruce. You take it easy. I'm sure we'll talk again. Uh, we've got you know one more in kind of the trilogy coming up so we'll, we'll be back in touch with you or one of your other people next month to kind of tie a bow on it but uh take care and have a good one all right swope have a good one you're listening to swope's picks on 590 the fan and inside stl.com swope here reminding you that all episodes of swope's picks are available for download at inside stl.com you can also find swope's picks on itunes in the comedy section under s for swope once again, I'd like to thank Caller Bruce for joining us. Well, get on with it, muff. Get on with it, muff. Well, get on with it, muff. Thank you for listening to Swope's Picks. Enjoy the mashup. I'm a slut. I'm a slut. I'm a slut. I'd like to pull you aside and get you a hooker, sir. I assume extra virgin is more expensive. (laughs) He's way better than you. You need to take notes. It's way bigger. Well, when you're right, you're right. And I'll tip my hat to you. You're absolutely right, sir. And I notice, oh, the lady lady has a ween. I didn't know we had drag shows in St. Louis. (laughs) We go go over there quite a bit. Do some amyl nitrate. Just dance all night. Do some what now? Just taking turns on Michael Anders. He's a toe sucker. We get a guy you're popular. I'm a slut. But I'm trying to remain a twink well into my 80s. Because I don't want to get there and... She thinks she's banging grandpa. You look different now that you're not 12. <laughs> what? A yummy. Did you take uh, advantage of the concert setting to look for an elderly gentleman who might be loaded, <laughs> willing to take you on as the pool boy? Right no, now. They give you a, a towel. A yummy. Maybe I am gay. I don't know. What was the final determination after you spoke with Mr. Saget for so long? And you had to get full naked, that full bush. And... of it all. I'm a slut. I'm going to try to never my cooking game to the extreme. Engage in, in boy coitus? <laughs> on, on top of the Vaseline? Oh! Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> I'm a slut. Brush up against his thigh, bro? No, I didn't. We were golfing. Do the rainbow shot. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, finished to tranny porn last night? Yeah. Now watch me shoot fireworks all over your boy trap. Okay. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.